Welcome everyone to the What Men Do Instead of Going to Therapy podcast, aka WMDIGT. I'm your host, Christopher Jelk, aka Buhavib, aka Andus. Here with me, here with me are my co-hosts, Rob Fella and Austin Lawful. Lawless, whatever. Alright. First episode, guys. First episode. Alright, uh, so you didn't let us talk. I'm Austin Lawless. Yeah, uh, thanks, Jelk. I'm Rob Fella. Nice to be here. <laughs> <laughs> what I that's the reason why I started a podcast. I love talking over people. Yeah, apparently Jock <laughs> likes talking over people. Wow, really? It's the closest I'll get to having power. We're the we're the equivalent of background dancers. You know that, yeah, Austin? It's, it's all about it's all about me. This is this is why the <laughs> yeah. show the show's Jock, you're Jock, you're a bigger diva than Beyonce. I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm, I'm the Ringo star of this. <laughs> the Ringo, the Ringo star. star. Oh my god. <laughs> I hope none the of fight. us are uh, John Lennon. The funny, oh. thing is, like, <laughs> the funny thing is, like, uh, with Rob, we've actually, like, we have a history with Austin. It's like, I've known him longer, but only by, like, a couple months. Austin's mm-hmm. only met him, Austin's only met Rob at, like, a party. So, yeah. I like Austin. I mean, when you meet someone in the Steven Universe costume, you're like, you know what, this, <laughs> this, this kid's pretty good. I can you respect it. someone just says Gerudo Link. The fact we- that you just... The fact that you dropped what his costume was, that means eventually we have to reveal it, like, down the line. Yes, of course, and I think people are going to be impressed when they see uh, my, my beautiful body as Gerudo Link no, no, no. from I Breath actually... of the Wild. Oh, God, no, man. You... I love that... Okay, I... Mainly because I was so far gone, I had a laugh of it. I do remember... I do remember giving your titties a little, a little squeeze. Yes, but... yes, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> So this this podcast so is this about this podcast is not about <laughs> this is our what's this podcast about Jelk what's this it about this podcast Please. is literally just this is the equivalent of guys having a therapy session without paying someone for it but um really we just get together we talk about movies games stuff in the news etc because Rob's a film major I am a photographer in my off time I write scripts in my off time too Austin here. I'm in the most hated profession on the planet. And I'm a journalist. I know yeah, it. I freaking know it. <laughs> we're just here to like set Austin on fire after each episode. Yeah, you know, even though I'm just a video game journalist, you know, the most hated <laughs> journalist. You're, you're just a little guy. You're just a little, just a <laughs> little, ba- little, guy. little baby man. Being yeah. in college makes you feel like a journalist. Really makes you feel like you're Batman. I mean, um, a jur- like you're a journalist, like you're Lois <laughs> like Lane, you're a journalist. yeah, like you're Clark Kent. Mm. Man, I don't know why I can't just get over this one like thing in Cuphead. It sucks. Oh Tell God. me to jump and dash, but what does it mean? Because you're not feeling like Cuphead. I want to admit something. I've never this is the Dark Souls Cuphead. of podcasts. The Dark this Souls is, of podcasts. Okay, I'm going to admit something else. I've never played Dark Souls. I've never played uh, Dark Souls. I've never played Cuphead. I've never played Undertale. It's, it's, you're just gonna hold on. <laughs> I, I okay. I, I was not told. I, I was not I, told enough before getting into this podcast. You've never played Undertale. I've played a little bit of it. Like I got a copy. So therefore, you have I played it. You're fine. I played a little bit up to. I was still in the Goat Mom's dungeon. I think. Oh, so like I was see, still. Like, you played like the ten. first thirty minutes. Not even like first. 10 minutes for 15 minutes and then i lost my copy and we're really gonna be popular <laughs> i mean it will eventually do a scene where like we force me to play it and then i give my opinions and then you guys tell me why my opinion is wrong 
I mean, I've never. I mean, I'm probably gonna play Undertale. Uh, right now, on my list is I'm trying to. I'm gonna Hollow Knight is the game I wanna pick up soon. I Man, play I'm Knight. playing. I'm playing Hollow Knight right now. I've never. Yeah, before I it. before I get Metroid Dread because that's on my list to get. I'm trying to. I'm convincing uh, Sierra to get it for me. Uh, I want to play Hollow Knight because it's Metroidvania style, and that you know those games kind of intrigue me. For those who don't know, Sierra is his girlfriend. I'm oh the, yeah, sorry, my girlfriend. I'm, I'm the only bachelor of this lineup, I'm afraid. So, ladies, so far, uh, no. <laughs> so far, ladies, ladies, gentlemen, and anyone in between, this is really off to a great start. Okay, really <laughs> off to a great start. I can't wait for the, the, the I can't wait for that to be the first thing to cut. Uh, anyways, <laughs> oh, don't worry, we'll be we'll sound eloquent in, in post. Mm. We'll sound eloquent. You're going to post. give us British accents. Yeah, I'll add it in the British accent. Indubi- I press the British accent. Is, okay, the scene is indubitably uh, my dad's sir. Guys, let's yeah. be honest. Let's be honest, guys. Podcasts that's between like people with accents immediately do better. Like I, well, yeah, that's just a known thing. Like people find but people what, with accents more attractive. So what do you want me to do? Put like an Irish accent on? No, uh, you have. I can I start talking like I'm from the south. That's not an accent. <laughs> that is an accent. It no, is it's an not. Accent, the south doesn't like, count as an accent. It, it does, man. I I would say it counts. Not like whatever whatever you call our accent. I guess. Well, it depends on what south. Wait, wait. Because there's multiple bro, bro. dialects in South. Like, I, wait a minute. I am not here to talk about some dialects. I have one question for you. Okay, damn. Okay, anyway, I actually do have a list of things for us to talk about. And the first one is reactions to Marvel's The Eternals. I swear to I thought you were going to start with the thing none of us knew about. That was going to be like shit. <laughs> Well, it's not like we any of us saw Eternals yet. None we're just look, we're just looking at the Rotten Tomatoes. I have, and the scene is I have like I have glimpsed enough of what happens in it, and also just but you don't you can't contextualize it. That's the thing. I'm, I'm gonna as someone it, it who does. does uh, let me let me reiterate. Let me reiterate. Reiterate. Um, I do not want to see Eternals, but I will defend it. Uh, someone from bashing a movie they haven't seen. I'm like I, you can't bash something you can't you haven't seen. I thought it was the sequel to Artemis Fowl. <laughs> no, no, no! I thought they just added the Indian guy from Stuber. From Stuber, oh I keep forgetting that Camille. He's Nanjiani. such a good actor, too. No, he's, he's a, a fantastic actor. actor. I'm not he's making a, fun I just of saw, Well, I just saw the Big Sick last a couple months ago. He did do um, ste- a bunch of steroids, right? I, I don't, well, no, that's the whole thing of like uh, workouts the in the MCU. No, 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 that's not the meme. It's like true. Like you have to take steroids in order to maintain that physique in certain shoots because there's no way you do the workout. And then you maintain that physique until the day of shooting. There's no way, especially with the pandemic, because they had like, oh my god, no. Steroids were de- steroids are definitely involved, and as far as I know, like Henry Cavill like took steroids for The Witcher because he's not that. Oh no, but he did. Yes, I. You just. I mean, I know that was a thing, but at the same time, it's just like when it's like. I will. I will also say, uh, what's his name? Who I already forgot his name, and I feel awful. Uh, the guy from Stuver, he also did a tour <laughs> of his house, and uh, in the, one of the shots, you can clearly see what looks like steroids in the background. It's oh, not well. It's fine. Like I'm not gonna bet. Like if well, but he says it's, it's all natural, and that's where I'm mm-hmm. like, eh, don't don't lie, man. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan did that, and he had to admit his penis was smaller than in the video. Oh, I, I, I did not see that. I would like to see anyway, that clip. Anyway, you don't okay. want to trust me. <laughs> <laughs> Camille Nanjiani aside, Camille Nanjiani aside, we are talking about the reactions to Eternals, which stars Angelina Jolie, Salma Hayek, Kit Harrington, 
Richard Madden, aka Cyclops. Do you guys want to guess what is the tomato? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Cyclops is in it? Yeah, Cyclops. The you're Cyclops? Talking... Yeah, the Richard Cyclops Madden. from X. You're making me want to see it more. No, the scene is I will only watch this just so I can bash it without you being on my ass. Anyway, do you guys want to guess? Guess? I know what the Rotten Tomatoes go, at least as far as I know. I think I know what it is. What is it's it? It's like 45, right? It's it's 53, isn't it? It is okay. It is you go both are close. 48 percent. It's at 48 okay. now. No yeah. way. Wow. Did we actually no get way. hold on? Did we actually get like dead center ish? Like dead center, dead center, but like 48. The movie hasn't even come out. The movie's come. Was it this yesterday or is it this Friday? Uh, I think it was like yesterday or a few days ago, but um, the, oh my god, that's the critics, though. That's the critics. The I don't audience. care, like, I'm not gonna go by a bunch of audience scores and everything. I don't actually like the Rotten Tomatoes critics that much. No, I I'll don't like real. them either, but at the same time, I'm like, you don't, I'm, I don't go by audience scores because, well, I back in the day, I think it's changed now. I think now, if in order for you to review the movie, you have to show your ticket to Rotten mm. Tomatoes and they'll be like, okay, now you can review the movie, that way you're not review bombing. Um, I think that's how it goes now. Jill, can you? Is that true? Uh, that, that, that's yeah, what I did with War with Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! I do know that one thing. That one thing that was going around Twitter: the fact that of all people, the notorious NC himself, BMG, Doug, Doug NC Walker, Hammer, Nostalgia Critic Hammer, <laughs> Doug Walker, the OG movie reviewer. It, he actually dunked on this film after like. At this point, it's fa- it's fair to say Doug Walker is universally reviled. Everyone knows he has terrible takes, but it's like one of those moments. It's like the meme where it's like the worst guy you know actually drops a take you agree with. He was like, he said, "Oh, this is like watching an X Men movie where everyone's Cyclops." And I mean, now- even Kanye says something prophetic sometimes, not in the song. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. favorite uh, review so far has been a uh, movie Bob. Where he's like, like where he gave Dune, I believe, like like a six or five out of ten, and he's giving this one an eight because he considers it's called he call, I don't know what he calls it, but it's so, oh my god, I hate Movie Bob. I think Movie Bob is worse than Nostalgia Critic. A lot of I'll say this: a lot of the positive reactions I've seen, and also re, the comments on negative posts, has been very disturbing. Like literally, I remember making a joke about one of them. And immediately I had like five people in my comment, like comments telling me, oh, but it's out of context, bro, or some shit like that. And it's just like the most insane thing they could put in this movie. The dumbest thing they could put I in. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. We're When we, if we ever do an eternal spoilers review, which dear God, I hope not. Do you want to talk about, I've been looking at spoilers because I... I don't care. Um. No, we shouldn't put it here if it's not fully no, out. No, no, no. This is okay. just like the opening. So, like, because uh, this eventually. will come out about a well, <laughs> listeners at home, this will come out probably about a week from now, just because time. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, let's not do spoilers. The week the movie comes out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One thing I do find interesting is like because everyone's talking about oh, it's such a diverse cast and all that, and yeah, you can talk about that. But like, uh, for me, representation. A lot of times Hollywood uses representation as just a shield. Like they they give a movie they know is going to be a stinker to a diverse cast and crew. And so when it fails, they blame it on the cast and crew. It's like a tale old as time. As well as not every like just because it's a diverse cast doesn't mean that it's gonna be good. Like 
who were let me check the writers for this who was who were the writers? i'm about to send you uh the future of my letterbox when this movie comes out you will here's the thing how much can we talk about a movie we haven't seen <laughs> it's, well here's the uh, thing like why aren't we seeing it like back in the, like if you would have come to me before um like before endgame like i would have been hyped but after endgame i've been like and like MC, I've been so bored of the MCU. Actually, with- this year like killed it because in the beginning of the year we had Wandavision, then we had Falcon and Winter Soldier, then we had Loki, then we had Shang Chi, and then we <laughs> I'm not then we have no Black Widow before Shang Chi, then we now we have Eternals, and now we have No Way Home in a few months. Like mm. I am tired of the MCU at a whole. Like just not tired of it. I'm just tired of watching. It. I'm just tired of like that too. Of like you know CGI. Like you've seen well, like because that that's the thing CGI. like. Let's face it, uh, Endgame was the, like, the climax. It was the climax of the MCU. Yeah, like, and I get it, they're trying to build it up again, but I just don't think you're gonna really get there, like... You're never gonna have that moment of, like, them coming, like, if you do the coming together moment, like, like they did in Endgame, it's just gonna be, oh, it's like Endgame, the coming together, like, except bigger. You're just trying to do bigger and better. It's also always going to be compared to itself, yeah. I'll say this. The one, like, the old, the few comic book movies that I've actually got, like, I was actually entertained by were non-MCU ones. Like, Venom, I found very, Venom 2, I found it very entertaining because they got weird with it. The Suicide Squad, they got weird with God, it. I, I, like love, it. I, love the su- I love the Suicide Squad. That movie was so much fun. Will Smith, fantastic. No, 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 no. Just kidding. I did. I did. I saw that. I saw the first Suicide Squad with like almost in an empty theater. Oh my god! That's that's how I saw Logan. It was me and two friends. Logan was so cool. God, (laughs) that ending sucked though. No, I love I love the ending of Logan. I, I think that Logan. The girl takes the cross and turns it into an I, 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 I don't care. Okay, it's okay. fan service to the point where it's, it's earned. Shush, it's earned. Shush, 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 don't tell me to shush. You're not a librarian. Shush, shush, it's, I, no, we're allowed, to go on, we're allowed to go on tangents. It's, it's Rob's I will use my powers to mute both of you. Anyway. See this inequality. That's why I'm going to cut him out of the podcast. That's why I'm going to cut him out of the podcast. He does this because I'm a redhead, you know that? I do. I am very. Edit to the point where it is no longer where Chris is not even in it. Oh my god. Okay. Anyway, I wanted to, before we move on, I do want to drop one thing about Eternals because, like, you know, it is actually one of the the movie does end. It does end, but also it's one of like the first Marvel movies that has an Arab actor in it that isn't like basically being shot to hell by Tony Stark or having their face caved in by Captain America. Mandarin like is, other... Mandarin lived, but he is yeah. not <laughs> I'm trying to think of another character. Like I saw I saw you say something like that and I was like, wait, is there is that true? And I'm like in the back of my I mean, yeah, mind some, I'm like, oh my god, um, it is true. Yeah, Salma Hayek. Well yeah, Salma Hayek is a Lebanese mm-hmm. and yeah, she's like the first like heroic Arab in the MCU compared to they literally, literally, they bring in Batrock the Leaper, who is like the most comical French villain. French, the one nationality everyone loves to make fun of. But in the MCU, now nah, let's make him Algerian. And they even give him the most French fucking name still. Character is this? The fucking, the mercenary guy from the second Captain America. 
Also, please make sure not. I. This sounds like it's gonna get towards spo- spoilers at some point. No, no, going this down is, this road. This isn't spoilery, but like in the when they bring him back for what if, they darken like they darken him in the the animated model to make him. More I did not see what if. What if, again? Adding onto the list of things that like makes me like be so tired of the MCU. What if was released? And I'm like, oh my god. Did you watch? Did you at least watch Star Wars? Uh, what was it Star- called? Visions. Oh, visions. I, I actually did. I watched a little bit of it. Oh, I never finished it. It's really, it's, it's pretty good. That first episode, yeah. uh, on off tangent, but that first episode of Star Wars, is, like Star I'll Wars, is, is incredible. Yeah, if anything, just watch the first episode. It's a, it's an homage to Kurosawa. Kurosawa, and it's, yeah, and it's, and it's so beautiful. Good. It follows his like whole thing about movement being in every shot and stuff like. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. As someone who was studying Kurosawa that entire that week, oh my! Anyway, before we get on a tangent on Star Wars, oh yeah, yeah. Before we go, I hate on Star that, Wars. I by the way, do, there is actually another scene on the list. Um, can we can we not just Elgin... take, put all our hot takes in the first? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, Wars, anyway. Elden Ring. Choke your mic, Elden... Pete. You're gonna need to restart the podcast. I hate. <laughs> anyway, Elden Ring like um gameplay charging extra. I wasn't done talking about Eternals. I am done talking about Eternals. I'm not. I'm, like, I am buddy, out. Like, you have no idea how funny it is seeing the Rotten Tomato score go. I mean, you do have an idea. It's mm. so funny seeing it go so low. And I'm like, it makes me want to see it more. But I'm not going to because I'm not donating to the MCU. I only donate to bad movies. I donate to, I bl- just, to the movie we're talking about oh, later. We'll get, we'll get to bad movies. <laughs> we'll get there. Oh, my God. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, we're putting a pin on the Eternals. I'm done talking about it. I don't yeah, I don't. Let me see it. I might. I'm probably going. If when it comes on Disney Plus, when it comes on Disney Plus, I will watch it. Yeah, I'm not even. I'm not even going to open up Disney Plus for it. I'm all right. Anyway, Arg. Um, can I introduce point three? Point three. What, yeah. Where are we? Word yeah, Elden yeah. Ring. Elden Ring. Yes. He, he needs to. See, yeah. He we probably. finally. And I, fu- I find it funny because I mentioned I have not played a Souls game yet, and yet I'm still very pumped for Elden Ring. And I know my bolt. Oh, I'm pumped for Elden bold- Ring. Isn't Miyazaki involved in it? Uh, I believe so. Let me look, actually look it up. I just know it looks fucking amazing, man. It's I don't think the collector's edition was too like wild, pr- wildly priced. Oh, we talked about the collector's edition. Oh, when, when was that announced? No, we were uh, about the- two days ago, I think. Maybe. What is the pr- what, what, what's the price? Uh, two thirty nine for the full one, and I have actually a list here. You get an art book, a steel book for the cover, the stat, the really nice looking statue, and a one to one scale helmet of the main character for about two thirty nine. So, how much for with the steel with the steel book? I must preface. Um, I must preface both of you and to everyone listening. Um, I collect steel books, so if I want this game, I'm probably gonna get the steel book. Uh well you can get it for about ten bucks more just the steel book. Okay. Well so you said two thirty nine. No, it's two fifty nine ninety nine. Right. One of the well, helmets. So yeah. George R. Uh, R. Martin's involved in it. Yeah, yeah. It's um okay. The game is a Oh god, it's never effort. gonna get finished. Oh my it's god. Never yeah. gonna we, get we're gonna have those jokes here. But yeah, it's a collabor it's a collaborative effort between game director Hidaduck. Hit me is yeah, hit it hit a doc. Hidetaka yeah. Miyazaki and fantasy novelist George R. R. Martin. And I mean, if you don't know who Miyazaki is, we don't need to say the first name. <laughs> like, people I'm, don't know who Miyazaki is. You, you can look up Miyazaki. That's not, how, just, that's not, that's not the same sorry, Miyazaki, though. I'm sorry I'm not a gamer, guys. I'm oh, sorry. Fair. Yeah, it's not the same Miyazaki. 
Oh, well, I feel like an idiot now. So no, I did too. I thought I thought how Miyazaki was involved. No, it's not. That would be wild. Actually, now that I think about it, <laughs> no, but you, you gotta remember. You, uh, <laughs> you gotta remember how Miyazaki hates and he hates 3D animation. So why would he work in a video he game? He hates. He hates everything. He hates everything. There's literally I, posts online of him being like, "It's a beautiful day outside. Too bad we're all gonna die." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and shit oh like that. God. Like it. The dude's fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> makes beautiful stuff, but the dude is awful. I love him though. I'm doing a uh, I'm doing a research paper on him right now. It's very interesting, and I'm like, this man is <laughs> this man is interesting. But I'm excited for Elden Ring. You do get a hardcover art book, which I want to say is pretty dope. Mm-hmm. On top of the statue, the helmet, uh, steel book, and the game. I don't know, man. It's just like, uh, hmm. I know one guy. What, what is? Why, why are you not pumped for it, Chris? It's just I'm broke, man. That's I'm broke. That's the reason. Take a loan. Get a loan. Get a loan. We're in America. I already have you get loans. Hey, man. I, I'm literally working on two jobs just to pay my car loan and also have a little bit over. Congratulations. But that. But Sorry, now we, I we got another one. Yeah. We're in America, um, y'all. We're not gonna. Let's not go into our personal like debt situation. But we can create our. We create our. But Austin, we create our own debt. Listen, who doesn't have a car loan? I Raise don't. your hand. Oh my god, fuck all you. I don't either. Fuck all Anyway. <laughs> the funny thing is we're talking about debt, but like the other night, me and Austin were basically at... Re- <laughs> Do we want to talk about this? I feel like a lot of places have been doing this, like just missing the points and doing this. We went to a Squid Game event, basically. Yeah, like literally every... Like reenactments, reenactments of like all the games from the show and for prizes. And it's just like... <laughs> The irony that you advertise this to poor college students who are very much in debt, and when they hear $500 or $600, etc., prizes, they'll immediately go. This is a fun question. Did any of us start a timer? Um, I'll keep track of the time. Anyway, it's like we're going through... We're already down. Answer your question, Austin. It's no. Um. So next, <laughs> next up on the list, it's things to talk about. Chris Pratt. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. It's super. It is so funny. He's so cool. The meme emperor. Chris, son, you're so cool. He's so cool. <laughs> I wonder how much you guys just got paid to say that. Oh, God. I'm going to be honest. Um, Chris Pratt as Garfield makes more sense than Chris Pratt as Mario. Yeah. But Bill Murray's still alive, so I don't understand it. <laughs> Yeah. Bill Murray's still alive. Danny DeVito's alive. Fucking the Coen Brothers aren't involved. That's why um, he's not doing it. Who's the guy from? I'm trying to remember. Nick Offerman is still alive. Nick Offerman would be better as Garfield. I remember he would yeah, be a great. I don't. I don't know. His voice works, but I just don't think he's like his kind of role. All I know is Chris Pratt really isn't that good of a person. <laughs> I, well, no, I don't he's... like Chris. I, th- I don't mind Chris Pratt. I'm gonna be honest. I don't mind him. I don't really care. I don't get caught up in these celebrities' lives. I don't care. That's fair. I no, just care, fair. like, as long, I don't really care if you're, like, a terrible person or not. Like, I don't like Alec Baldwin, but I'll feel for him if he accident about that situation. That's, that's fair. That, that, okay. we, that's that not getting into I that. Really that was, I don't. That I, sucks. Like, like, I really don't care. Is like, if if you're in a good, like, I again, back to Alec Baldwin. I don't like him, but he was great in Mission Impossible Rogue Nation. I'll like, he's great in Beetlejuice, but I don't like him. Like you don't might not like Chris Pratt. I like him in the Guardians movies. I like him in Lego Movie. <laughs> like 
I'm never going to meet these people, so I <laughs> this do not man, care. This man did out himself by being like, I'm not doing the Italian accent. And then as <laughs> when he's normal radio, And then as when radio silent. <laughs> I think, these, I think that was actually now. a meme that came out. Like, yeah, like, that's, a, that's a meme. I think but that was a meme. At the same time, they're, they're not going to have him do an Italian accent. They're not going to... He's not even going to do a lazy voice. Like it's just I hope Charlie really, Day does an Italian Char- accent for Luigi. Charlie Day was a perfect choice. <laughs> yes. Uh, they did miss the opportunity to put Danny DeVito in as Mario. Mm-hmm. They did. Because those two have great chemistry. God, I love it. So do they have any idea how much money they would have made if they had Danny DeVito... It is a kids movie. We have to remember, though. It's Illumination. That's what brings up. We can meme about it, but like, kids aren't watching Always Sunny. Who's um doing the animation for um Garfield? I know Illumin. No, no, for Garfield. Oh, sorry. Oh, Uh, Garfield. I have no idea. I I should probably. We should probably have looked looked that up because, like, I know Illumination's doing Mario, and that's what makes me worried because I hate Illumination because, as we know, the cliche. I, I think they're all cliched and they're like terribly they're like they're cheap. Oh yeah. Is, Their animation isn't the worst though. Let's be honest. It's average. Who's, who's asking for a Garfield movie in like I am. Shut up. I That's am. I like bad movies as well. So No, I genuinely like Garfield comics. I think they're super I think they're so dry. I love Have them. you uh have you read any Heath modern Heathcliff? <laughs> No, I have not. Also, also, I looked um, it up. They're fucking buck wild. Okay, send them to me actually, um, because mm-hmm. I like that. Because I like that stuff. Like, um, Chris remembers when um the Peanuts movie came out. Um, Charles Schultz is Peanuts, and I love that movie. If they were, oh, to I, make, I know they'll. Never, I love you the Peanuts movie. It. Oh god. I think um, I know they'll never do it, but if they, I, any movie I want them to make, it's a Calvin and Hobbes movie. I'll die oh, for that. Really? Okay, this is actually interesting. Yeah, but it's kind of a sad ending. Oh, no, no. Should... Yes, I know it's gonna have a sad ending, but it's gonna be, but it's gonna be great. Do I really have to shush both of you to get my word in? Anyway, I looked up. Yes. No, because you keep interrupting us. Shut the fuck up. Anyway, Alkin Entertainment is apparently behind the new Garfield movie, and what if what if they done? They... Blade Runner twenty forty nine. What? They were they were they helped with the production of that. Yeah, the Prestige. They no, you're... they also He's helped lying. with Dolphin. They I'm not lying, Rob. I'm looking at it right now. They. They helped with Blade Runner 2049. They also helped with um, Nick Cage's The Wicker Man. Um, what else? Book of, yeah, Book of Eli, Dolphin Tale 1 and 2. That was co-produced. Fuck yeah. What the heck? Prisoners. Prisoners? Another yeah. De- another Denny Villeneuve movie? Yeah, they also, they also helped co-produce the Blade Runner Black Lotus thing. That, that didn't come out yet. No, it did. Did it come okay. out? Yeah, Blade Runner Black Lotus. Black Lotus, the comic or the, the anime? The an- anime? Is it yeah. out now? No, it's not out yet. Oh, I just no, no, I was just on the Blade Runner subreddit this morning. Oh, yeah. It's like, okay, it's it's going to premiere this month. So Yes, yeah. I know it's sometime this month. I guess we have another episode idea, I guess. Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it is very a very weird production history. They did Chernobyl Diaries, damn. Yes, they did. Wait. Point Break, 2015. Jesus. So yeah, yeah, that's the. Those are the people behind the new Garfield. Which begs the question: Is this a fully animated feature? Yes, it we... is. It's a full. They released the. They released the thing, the the shot of Garf the okay. the, the the model of Garfield. So it is okay. fully animated, which I'm okay. excited for. Okay. Also, I think now is a good time to like just to yeah. Take let's take five. Break. And we're back. 
<clears throat> okay, okay. Man, those ads uh, were cool if we got any. <laughs> Man, you should buy Manscaped razors. I've never... I actually have someone who... Anyways. <laughs> oh, I want to talk about Manscaped razors. Doesn't anyone no. want to talk about them? No, we the the podcast service we use will give us stuff if we get if we get sponsors. Anyway, <laughs> when, okay, when okay. not if when. So here's the real like the 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 prime cut of the podcast. We want to talk about Blade Runner. Oh uh, yes, my fa- my favorite movie to revisit every year. Blade Runner. I love. Oh God, I love this movie. My favorite parts when Harrison Ford talks over the movie. <laughs> Wait, which cut did you guys watch? <laughs> Wait a minute, hang on, no, no, which cut did you two watch? No, we watched water. We watched Final Cut. Yeah, okay. yeah, we're we're only talking about the Final Cut. We're, we'll make mention of the other ones, but like the the main thing we're talking about is Final Cut. Yeah. You just gotta scare the Blade. <laughs> you just gotta scare the Blade Runner fans. <laughs> I, I like I like just I genuinely got scared. I was like, oh no, did Junk show the wrong one? Because that's something he'd do. I no no you know I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't. Yes, do that. you would, Junk. I would, you would struggle. To, Chris, I, I could see you struggling that. to get the final cut going, and you'd be like, you know what? We're not going to do this one. Let's do you this other one, this other link. Final cut. Fu- you know I already have it. I yes, but do you own it physically? You know, I own it physically. I, I own just it don't physically. have it here. If it's Anyway, I should also make mention, me and Austin have not seen Blade Runner 2049 or read any of the other Blade Runner media that's out there, so... Hey, but I did play the Dune video game for for Game Boy Advance. Does that count? This isn't even the that Dune episode. Save that for the Dune episode. Does that exist? <laughs> that the Gum Jabbar. Anyway, uh, yeah, it exists. It's a uh, it's a cool fan project where people are bringing it back. It was a canceled Dune game that was mostly complete. Interesting. I would like. And to there's actually it's like there's like ROM hacks for it. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. There is actually a Blade Runner point-and-click adventure game that apparently is pretty good. It's called Shadowrun. <laughs> no, that's called Freddy Fish. That's very good. Anyway. It's actually called Putt-Putt Adventure. <laughs> it's called Putt-Putt Adventure. Let's start talking about the actual movie. Yeah, let's talk about the movie. What do you, like, when was the last time you two saw the movie? Literally last before, night. Like, before last night. From, we got uh, a, a year from Squid Games, and then we came back and watched it at, like, 1 a.m. We died, came geez. back. How yeah. did you guys not? Fa- how did you guys not fall asleep? I'm sorry. I love Blade Runner, but that movie is boring to a lot of people. No, no, it's we mentioned this while we were watching. Like this would never be made today. I disagree. I you I as someone who has seen Blade Runner 2049, I disagree. <laughs> this, mm, that's not today. Though. Blade Runner 2049. That was literally attached. 2017. If it wasn't attached to an existing IP, would it have been made? Yes. Hmm. I don't know. For me, it's just I feel like a lot of like. Would you say that people's attention spans have just gotten gotten shorter? No, I think it's just art. Like, no, that's artistic bullshit. Sometimes it just doesn't fly as much as it like used to in like the early two thousands. Mm. The problem with Blade Runner is like, I don't know. There's so many. Oh my god, the movie. Yeah, I'm, didn't the movie not make money when it first came out? Yeah, it bombed. So hard. Yeah. Just. Just, just like its sequel. Um, but now it's like a cult classic. And that's what happens with movies like Blade Runner. They become cult. They have a cult following. And the funny thing is, I know we talk about, you know, earlier, like not trusting the Rotten Tomatoes score and we don't like Rotten Tomatoes, but the final cut, I'm pretty sure has like a 100%. Well, now it does. Like Now it does. Well, yes, because of the final cut. I'm st- like I said, they the also, final yeah. cut. 
they also the the critics on Rotten Tomatoes can also change the score over time. Yeah. So it's it's a lot like IGN giving really bad reviews of the original uh, Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time when it came out. Mm-hmm. So now they give every Zelda game a good score because they'll never make up for the fact they shit on what's considered to be one of the greatest game video games of all time. I think that's super funny that they did that. I mean, I have <laughs> yeah, my they gave it. They gave it a three out of ten. Oh shoot! Even I wouldn't give it that. That's a little low. Um, I have my criticism of Ocarina of Time, but I would never give it this that. Was, this was in '98 too. Oh like my now, god! Now you, it's so great. They're like, clearly Zelda did not make the transition to 3D as well as Mario did, and just goes on and on. And I'm like, what the heck? Some cr- see some critics, them. some critics don't know what they're talking. In the unlike the case of Blade Runner, um, when the critics did know what they were talking about when it first released, um, that movie was awful. <laughs> oh yeah. As, as you just mentioned, <laughs> the prime. Yeah. Well, I'm looking at like Army of Darkness right now, even on my bookshelf, and being like, "Oh yeah, that movie bombed so hard." Did it? Did Army of Dark- Darkness bomb? I'm very certain it did. I'm very certain that. It did. Yeah, it did. Uh, it's just one of those movies. <laughs> like, I. Yeah, I'm ninety-nine percent sure it did. Even though this was a bomb, though, this is also the one movie Harrison Ford is in that he enjoys. What was that, Rob? Didn't he enjoy doing the fugitive? I don't know, actually. I don't, but like every, like, every what are you, t- all you talking about, he loves doing those Indiana Jones movies. He's in the new one. No, man, you, if you ever hear him talk about like shooting the Indiana Jones movies, like it's hell. Like that one thing. Yes, it's scene. hell, but he enjoy he enjoys doing them for some reason. He like always wants to come back. He's always willing to do Indiana Jones. He, it's Star Wars, the ones he hates. And which is super funny. Army of Darkness actually flopped with audiences, not with critics. Really? Yeah. I'm. Re- I just. Re- I just looked it up. It was a commercial flop. Critics loved it, but audiences just thought it was a bad movie. It was. It was too auteur for the for the normal audiences. Yeah, I'd always, I'd always say uh, Bruce Campbell is too much of an artist for the regular. Show. <laughs> too complicated, just like Blade Runner. <laughs> What do you, how do you think Bruce Campbell would have done as Deckard? Oh my god, it would have been it probably would have added more life, maybe less boring. Um, Honestly, that man could sell me anything. May, maybe maybe Bruce Campbell would have had chemistry with Sean Young <laughs> instead oh of Arizona. God. Okay, yeah, that was also another thing was like was that intentional? For no, it so it's not intentional. So here's the thing. Um, I'm gonna cut both of you off, or like I'm gonna go on a tangent. But the other okay. week, I was on I was on the Blade Runner subreddit because I'm on there every week for some reason. Um, and people were questioning like, I just saw the Blade Runner movie and Deckard and the the love scene with Deckard and um, Rachel. People were like, it was so awkward. Was this intentional? And people were defending it like, yes, it was intentional. She's a robot, and like you know, it's like he's not forcing her upon her. She's a submissive robot. And I'm like, what are you all talking about? She's also essentially a child. I just want to throw that out there. Yes, yes, it is. That is essentially what is what's going on. No, the reason why it's like that, Jelk, to answer your question, is because Sean Young and Harrison Ford hated each other. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was because Harrison Ford is the least sexual being. In the filming of the of that scene, um, people on set didn't call it, like, normally it's called a love scene. They called it the hate scene because of how awful it is. It's so mean-spirited and everything. Oh, but I love it. I do love also, it. Also, Chris, if you have that notepad up and you're just going to quote things I said during the movie, close the notepad. I'm not going to steal your lines, I swear. Also, you mentioned the whole, you know, Sean Young's a replicant. Also, we're not going to... It's going to be spoilers, people. 
audience, yeah. whoever, the one person listening. Sorry for spoiling a nearly 50 year old movie. Yeah. Like it's at this point. It's 40. It just, I think it just turned, I think it's going to turn 40 next year. Oh my God. 19, when did it come out? 82? It takes it place. It take. well, do we need to give a summary or do people? No, I don't need to give a summary. It's Blade Runner. Blade Runner. It, uh, it, it does take place in 2019. My hair ear. Specifically, <laughs> it takes place in November 2019. It was a high point. It was the high point. Like, yeah, it was a high even, point. What do you guys even remember, like from 2019 specifically? Um, that I was starting to open, get, like get out of my shell a lot as a person, go to bars, have fun with people. To, especially towards the end. Mm. Um, yeah, but you know, then. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not gonna be one of those people. That, yeah, I'm not gonna be one of those people that just like, oh yeah. And then, uh, then the pandemic happened. And it was wild. Everyone knows it's it was wild. Yeah. What about you, Rob? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, my my girlfriend asked me out. Um, in that 2019, so that was nice. Yeah. Um, in November. 2019. 2019 was really like even pre-pandemic. It was just like the start of like so much bad shit happening to me. It was like. So basically, it was Blade Runner. Yes. I don't know who I pissed off other than God, but like just it was just tragedy after tragedy after tragedy to the point I felt like it was in a fucking Kafka novel. It was funny looking back, but at the same time I would I would prefer if I went into the pandemic without that much trauma. Anyway, um so yeah, 2019 November, that's when apparently we were going to get replicants and off worlds we got sean young and harrison yep. ford yeah that's what we got shout out to the replicants of the movie being born in 2015 mm-hmm. yeah we're all older than the replicants gen z for life i just love blade runner is probably uh, my favorite sci-fi franchise of all time i freaking love them those movies so depending on what you're looking at i actually can fall under either gen z or millennial austin how old are you I'm 23. Oh. Yeah. Um, do you want to... Like... <laughs> what? slightly from the cough, I guess. I, Chris, I thought he was our age. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Ageism is cool. Ageism. No, the scene is, we fought, we with nothing against you. I have everything against you. <laughs> It's just like you have a very you have a very youthful air to you. That's what I, I hate anyone who's older. I'm not than me. that much old. I'm not that much older than you. Guys. You're literally just only maybe like a year or a half <laughs> older than me. That's like no. I hate like, anyone older is, than me. People, I've had people ask me if I'm like 25 or 28. So it's just like it could be worse, man. Uh, maybe if you fix your hairline, maybe you wouldn't look Shut that way off. Huh? Okay, I will actually drive all the way to where you are and beat you. I will drive all the way to where you are and kiss you on the lips. Please, thank you, Austin. I want to talk about Blade Runner. Sorry, guys. I am here to talk about Blade Runner. I am sorry. The Blade no Runner kissing. Fan, no Otto. kissing allowed. No, no kissing, kissing allowed. allowed. We're talking about Blade Runner. <laughs> okay. Well, we gotta. Ask, I got. We brought up Harrison Ford. We gotta bring up this one thing. The one thing that he argues with Ridley Scott almost like I think it's like every day or like every. I thought it was gonna be crashing three planes. <laughs> that's why oh, I hate Sean. That, that's my that's my room. That's my theory of why I hate Sean Young. She told him not to fly planes on set. And he got super angry. Oh my god! <laughs> that's my theory. 
That is my theory. That's just a theory. A film theory. That's my Harrison Ford theory. He hates Sean Young because she told him don't fly planes to say. Oh my god, that is She cursed she cursed him. I'm glad I asked you to do this podcast because like I would not have known that. That's no, that's not a that's not a fact, Chris. That's a theory. The known, but the known fact is Harrison Ford has crashed multiple planes. Yes, I know. Okay, that's a fact. But like the that Sean Young told him not to fly. No, that's a theory. That's just my joke. (laughs) That's a joke. Yeah, no, he hadn't crashed any planes yet. Yeah, no. (laughs) Anyway, there's a whole. So Ridley Scott says Deckard is a replicant, and Harrison Ford fights him on that. Like this is one of the scenes where like he actually fights for the interpretation of the movie. If you ask him about fucking Star Wars, he goes, what the fuck? I don't care. But if you bring a Blade Runner, he'll fight you. Because the movie doesn't work if he's a replicant. Mm, I disagree. There's uh, what, do you think he's a replicant? Hang on. No, no, no. I'm going to go on debate. Do you, what do you think, Jelk? I personally think there's... I think him being a replicant doesn't take away from the movie. Because it very much adds to it. More what does it add? Well, it adds. What does it add besides a twist? It also, it does. Austin, do you feel the same? Yeah, I think it adds a depth of self-reflection on one's own humanity. I personally don't. I le- I can lean either way depending on the day. But like, he starts to question himself, and that's why there's that scene where he's looking at the photos and kind of like tripping out a bit. Stuff like that, like yeah. There's also the fact that like there is a disturbing in. If he is a replicant and his backstory is implanted, that means they made a replicant, fucked up his his life, like his memories of his life, just so he would have an excuse to go out and kill replicants. And to me, it's just like... Oh I, man, you're going to love Blade Runner 2049. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. oh my god. Did I really predict... Fuck yeah, I predicted the plot of Blade Runner 2049. Hell yeah. Um... The reason why to me it doesn't work is because, like, the whole theme of Blade Runner is, like, more human than human. And, like, Deckard falling, I'll put in quotes, I'm doing the quotes, falling in love because on set it doesn't look like it, but he falls in love with, like, another replicant. And the thing, the whole thing of, um, you know, Deckard falling in love with another replicant and the idea of that is, like, um, unethical in, the, in that time, in the period they are in. So, I don't know. It's just, I, the whole thing about a human and a replicant relationship is, like, so interesting to me. And it even it gets even better in 2049. Like, oh my god. So much better. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna add that the rep, last replicant to, to die, the one that just runs out of time. Yes. Which, again, super uh, spoiler. I did, right. I did mention the fact that I think that's exactly the way Kanye's gonna die, where he just oh says some god. bullshit <laughs> and then releases a single white dove. That's my fate. That's one of the greatest scenes in the industry. No, it's a beautiful scene. And even afterwards, I was like, I'm sorry I cheapened it by saying that. Yeah, imagine cheapening. Like, one of those people be like, this is exactly how Kanye's gonna go. <laughs> uh, so I feel like um, we didn't talk in... We haven't really gone no, in depth about this movie. I actually, have a, I actually have a fun fact for you both of you, because I had to check this, and I'm pretty sure this is a fun fact. Um, The Toymaker. Um... The toy maker? Uh, this somehow connects to Batman the animated series. The guy who looks like Michael J. Fox. No, no yes, the guy who looks like Michael J. Fox. Um, the voice actor, um, for that he plays a character 
called the Toy oh, Maker. Oh shoot! Yeah, in I know the Batman Toy Maker. The anime, yeah, in in the Batman the animated series, and like, and the toys show up. Like, I tried looking this up. I can't find it, but I'm like positive. I know I can confirm he voiced a character in um Batman the animated series. I yeah, no, he's the, the Toy Maker. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. the thing is, he's not the only actor in there who goes on to voice someone in the. No, no, no. But his... like the series connects because he's he plays basically the same character. Like you could see in the background, you could see in the background the to- like you know the toys. The toy maker is also in Beyond. Okay, in yeah, Beyond, toy... yeah. Yeah, he's also in Beyond. So technically, you could connect the Blade Runner universe to the Batman universe. Mm-hmm. You know what? That actually makes sense. And at the same time, you can clearly see this is one thing I love about Blade Runner. It's influence on, like, you know, fucking... Oh my god, yeah. That's why I love it. It's, like, my favorite sci-fi series of all time. Like, I freaking... Like, it's in, it's everywhere. I love Blade Runner so much. It's in Cowboy Bebop. It's even a little bit of... We talked about that last night, even. I was like, wow, Cowboy Bebop really just did a one-to-one on this, didn't it? Yes, literally. It's in, it's even in the Star Wars prequels. Like, if I mean, it's beautiful, much- don't get me wrong, but yeah. To me, it doesn't it doesn't detract. Like to me, it does not detract. No. Oh no, the setting is a very interesting one, and I feel like a lot of different stories can be told in it. So yeah, I cannot believe you have not seen twenty forty nine. Like you guys would. Oh my god, it's so freaking good. I mean, I've I've seen Carol on Tuesday. Does that count? Yes, that counts. (laughs) Okay. Because like twenty twenty forty nine was twenty seventeen, right? That's when it came. Yes, I saw it. I saw it in theaters. We were we were still in high school, and I'm very yes. I saw it in theaters. I think it was like we wanted to go see it together, but you saw it with a friend group that didn't like me, so I couldn't come. I did see it with a friend group who didn't like you. That was most of your friend groups, man. I saw it with two people. Who who were they? I can't remember. I'm not gonna name them. I, they're, Guys, they're... We no, no, we're not gonna out people. I'm not. What happened to docs? No doxing. <laughs> doxing. Okay. They live on this street and this avenue, and they go to this school. <laughs> Okay, I'm looking at you, John Arbuckle on 33. <laughs> anyway, I also wanted to. I don't know. Like, there was. A, I know there was a reason why I didn't go see it that year. I just can't remember why. You're probably busy. Shout out to Sinchiro Watanabe for every one of his animes taking place in the same universe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking um, fun wild. Fact, if you two, if you two do watch Blade Runner 2049, do watch the shorts because Shintaro Watanabe does a does an animated short. Yeah, um, isn't uh, isn't Batista also in one of them? Batista's in one, and Jared Leto's in one. There's three shorts. One is animated; the other two are live action. There's a Jared Leto one, and there's a Batista one. I really love Batista as an actor, man. The I Batista really one is very good. Um, but the Watanabe one is the best one. It's like eleven minutes long. Batista's gonna end up in every sci-fi property eventually. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Okay, I remember. So, Deckard being human or not? Like, it ultimately. You can have your own interpretation. This is like literally something people have fought over for decades, just like Asuka or, <laughs> or Ray for Evangelion. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't know what that is. Oh, I just outed myself as a very horrible and degenerate weeb. Well, no, it's like there's this meme where, like, in the is it like Kamino from Topin Topin Gurren Logan? I have no fucking clue what that is. I have no idea what you just said to me. That was gibberish that came out of your mouth just now. <laughs> it's basically like, out of all, like this is something that essentially people argue with to their dying breath for decades. And it ultimately that does not impact the, like, the media at all. Like is Asgore Garrison in Undertale? 
Rob, you've got deathly silence. I'm worried. I'm just listening. It's because I'm talking about Undertale. A game neither of you have played. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah. Um, honestly, for me, Deckard could be either human or replicant. And to me, it would still be a very fantastic movie. Like it's, So, yeah. I disagree. I think that... I, I don't know. I personally think it works better if he's a human. I think uh, we should not argue about this because we could literally go in a circle... Yes, and I actually do have more. I have more bullet points to go. Again, over. there's entire there's entire subreddits dedicated. If you're interested in trying to figure out which one Deckard is, there's plenty of information to read about. Let's see. Literally, so I'm sorry, but I'm gonna keep going. I'm gonna keep going. Literally, there's just a scene to prove that he's a replicant oh that was gosh. added from another Ridley Scott movie. The unicorn scene. It's so dumb. Okay, just, we want to talk about the unicorn scene. If he, he's like, if he, if Deckard is a human, what well, is the funny point of the thing of it is about the unicorn scene? It's not from Blade Runner. That unicorn scene was ripped from another movie. Okay, I know, but like the whole the origami unicorns that fucking oh the, Uric- the origami unicorn yeah the yeah. ones that James Earl that fucking Edward James it wasn't Earl James Earl Jones though. yeah or James Earl Jones in the bat is on set making origami and he just throws it like during film <laughs> hey hey guys it's me James Earl Jones and here's a cool origami unicorn you have to put in your movie now I'm James Earl Jones Oh, I could start doing my George Lucas impression again, like Harrison oh, no. Ford oh, does yeah, in the okay. movie. Okay, okay, this is like, everyone's talked about this. <laughs> Fucking, that scene in the strip club where he goes talk to the dancer, oh, and he puts on the fake nerd He's talking ass. like George Lucas. No, well, he's not talking like George. I mean, yes, he is talking like George Lucas, 100%. That scene is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> Jar Jar is the key to everything. <laughs> it's so dorky, but it works. I love it. But why? Why? I like, I like it. I thought. I like. No, it. I thought it was. I thought it was good. I just thought it was. Ironically, the most. Unironically, that's the most entertaining part of the movie. I would disagree. I, no, I think that. the. I, I think the replicant shooting his head through the wall and talking like a Kellogg's mascot was pretty fucking funny. Towards the end, it gets really weird before he gets prolific. He gets. He's basically having like a mental breakdown as he realizes his time is up. It's like his him going through. It's like if we realize, oh, we're cl- like soon we're just gonna die, and you're just kind of like processing that, like you you're just losing that grip on your sanity because you do obviously you don't want to die. I really hope there's people listening to this that have never seen Blade Runner and are just hearing. One thing I do, they wouldn't they wouldn't have watched, well, clicked on like you know <laughs> they because we did have a, we did have a first half to this. Yeah, it's literally just like it's like ten minutes of us doing an intro. And then the next is just talking about random shit. Um, but yeah, one thing I do, I really do fucking love. Okay, be honest with me. Does the guy from, like the antagonist, does he look a lot like Aragorn from Lord of the Rings? I disagree. I think he looks like Billy Idol. I was going to say Ivan Drago from Rocky IV. Before the steroids, I see. Okay, I can see that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are you making fun of my man? Dr. Dolph Lundgren? No, no. Great. <laughs> Literally, it's in canon that Ivan Drago does steroids. Okay, I thought you bashed Dolph Lundgren. That man is a chemist. If anyone could mix <laughs> mix steroids, it should be him. Anyway, Rob, you wanted to say something? We're on the like, steroid talk again. 
We are not. This is now a, this is now a podcast whether steroids are ethical or not, and we use movies to prove it. Callbacks. This is, this, 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 I this think becomes, penis steroids are fine. This just becomes a workout podcast. But anyway, I do want to, I do want to bring up something interesting that I noticed. Where like, there's this every now and then. There's this cut of like some Arabic song that they took and they mix it up where like some of it's gibberish, but then other points it clearly the singer says. Tell me, my dear. Tell me, my mother. I think. So, like, dude, that's a Pokemon reference. I swear to God, I want to die. Die. No, there's a, at the end of the Pokemon movie. There's a song that goes, "My brother, my brother." Yeah. Oh my so God. I well, I wanted to look up like the reason for the song. So, ah. Uh, let me see. I did quote Mewtwo. I feel like while we were in the while we were watching the movie, just being like, so "It was the uh, the circumstances of your death are irrelevant. It's what you do with that life that matters." Yes, yes, it is. Thank you, Mewtwo. <laughs> the original Pokemon movie is written pretty well, actually. Who wants to continue the conversation? Austin and I are going to be talking about Pokemon. I hate both of you because I actually do very much hate Pokemon. Wow. You're, you're, well, you're wrong. Anyway, you, he thinks hates Pokemon. He thinks Deckard's a replicant. Luke, you, probably cry at the, you probably didn't cry at the Lucario movie. I am gonna my my whole thing is just gonna try to make myself the most hated member of this podcast. That's fine. Yeah. But a nostalgia critic. I no, I'll be the fucking who's um I'm trying to think. Uh let's just name other podcasts. Yeah, for Joe one, Rogan. Maybe. No, it's not. No, I, I was joking. Let's not name other podcasts in our podcast. Yeah, imagine naming better podcasts. <laughs> Can we keep this part in in the final? Yeah, part? I'm keeping it in. Like this, I haven't heard a lot yet that I'd. <laughs> Unless it's like shit where we're talking over each other the whole fucking time. Okay, I already brought up the. Like, I made a long, long list. For one, I brought up. Is it actually cost effective to literally make people? Yes. How? Eventually. But well, luckily, I am the not, snake I, is the, the snake is what we argued. I think. Yeah, because like oh, the snake. Oh, yeah, because the the one stripper scene, she says she it's a fake snake because she can't afford a real one. Well, that's because all animals at that point are dead. Seriously, that's the everything's a re- everything's like a replicant or like you know cloned. Mm. Either either I'm mixing up like the lore of that movie or 2049 because 2049 I'm pretty sure that's true. Mm. Okay, I just know that for like to buy a like a Burmese python today, the cheapest you can get it is 20 bucks, and the most expensive is like 60 bucks. Literally for the price of a, one video game, the price for a collector's edition of Elden Rune, I could have. A whole gaggle of Burmese pythons, a whole Burmese python pit to drop people in. Nope. The more you do talk about getting an animal, the more I feel like you really do need therapy than talking <laughs> in this podcast. <laughs> do, can't a man want to have an evil lair with a python pit? Is that too much? I don't bad? know. I don't really trust you with a python. You should get a bearded dragon. For the price of 240 quarters, you could own a python. Mm hmm. But yeah, so like that was just really odd to me. But now that I know that like most animals are extinct at this point, 
Yeah, because like you don't really, I don't know. I don't think they're extinct. I think that's kind of why they need to go off world to do, to do like you know, um, off worlds. That oh, the off worlds are the most interesting part of the movie. I don't know because we don't see any of it. We're just told also, about we, it. Well, so. technically we do. Technically we do. If you believe that Blade Runner and Alien take place in the same universe, because I do. I, I, I I have not seen uh, Alien, so wait, what? I've actually never seen it either. I'll be real with you. Fuck both of you. What the fuck? Oh, uh, do you know about <laughs> the? Do you know about the? There's a delete. There's a deleted ending to Alien, by the way, that I fucking love. So if we do an episode, we, we should really talk about it. There is. I do know for a fact Ridley Scott placed Easter eggs to both in his in his work. So I mean, I think that's like saying Alfred Hitchcock is canonically in every one of his universes, which well, he that is. That's very true. They're all connected. But like. But that doesn't mean they're the same world. Mm-hmm. But does Alien and by extension Prometheus taking place in the same universe as Blade Runner? Does that detract from? Does that I don't from? know. I don't personally. The idea of aliens in the Blade Runner universe, I don't really because to me it's just it's it's film noir with sci-fi like on Earth going a little bit off-world. There are no aliens. And you just... want to say I hope every Quentin Tarantino movie is in the same universe. Yeah. Once you bring in the fact of aliens, like what 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 is the theme now? Is it replicants and aliens are more human than human, or like like what do you what is it about then? So he told me this one, and I absolutely thought about the fact that like it probably takes place a long time after Alien. I mean, long time after Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. So probably replicants are humans that are like almost one and the same. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be like it, it's it would probably be to the point where they're just like. It's not worth bringing up that one is a replicant and one's not. Yeah. Okay, so I, d- I looked it up now, actually. In the 20th anniversary Alien DVD from 1999 was a DVD extra titled Nostromo Dossier. One of the characters takes a paycheck from the Tyrell Corporation, a.k.a. the people who make replicants. So the Tyrell Corporation, and by extension, replicants, exist within Alien. And given how there is a company that makes, like, androids, you know, it's, it's just replicants. Call them what they are. Replicants, synths, androids. They're all the same. So, Wayland yutani exists as, like, a competing company to Tyrell. I can def- I, I don't know. I find it interesting, this idea of, like... Because in this world, companies have basically taken over. They've It's late-stage capitalism, all that shit people's lives are in the hands of companies all that shit and we see two companies just playing god i know i like it i like it too as soon as you see um 20 you'll 20 2049 i want to talk about that movie man man i can't wait god like but yeah okay there's a i had i wrote too much oh my god because we don't, I don't even know how much time we have. There is one less, I guess that's one thing I want to mention. Mm-hmm. Well, should we bring up how Poe from Country Panda's dad shows up? Or should we bring up... Oh, that guy's in every movie. He's in the most, he, apparently he's in like the most movies. Um, What's his name? He's, he is, he's a, his one of the fantastic, James, like... James, James Hong, James Hong. Oh, he's James a Hong. great character oh, actor. Yeah. He has yeah, he's been great. in over 500 movies, I think. And it's fantastic. I love Every time I see him, I'm like, oh my god. Oh, you hear, the second you hear him, he's also in uh, Star Wars Visions. Yes. Yeah, 
He's also, he's also he's, an Avatar The Last Airbender. He is. The man is 92 years old, and he's still... He's 92? Oh, my yeah, God. And this, this, this man needs to be cryogenically frozen. But, like, I'm amazed because, like, he's still working because he, he clearly loves the art. And it's just, like... Oh, no, the man's well, a, Rob, the man's you're a the Blade Runner. You're the Blade Runner expert, Rob. I'm the I'm the Blade Runner expert. I don't know. We brought, we covered a lot of the points that I want to talk about. To be honest, like the like, oh God, I don't know. I'm so I want to know the truth. Personally, I feel like the Blade Runner series needs to talk about more about their traffic laws and everything. And how do I get one of those flying cars? Like, I want to be the Georgia. Like, it needs to be more specific. I think if this they added an extra hour to the movie. It would have been a ten out of ten for me, but now it, to me it's a five out of five. Five out of ten. Five out of ten. Five out of five. It was going to be a ten out of ten, but it was going to be a ten out of ten. That was a five out of five. I'm now rating. Bl- I'm, not, I'm only rating movies out of a thousand, and I'm using decimal points to be more specific. Um, so Blade, Blade Runner is more like an eight hundred sixty-seven point five thirty-two. Um, I rate Quincy, this one seven hams out of thirty eggs. Thirty eggs. I can't wait to like I post this and like all the actual smart film people I know go to me and saying, "Man, you sound like a fucking idiot." Mm-hmm. Uh, Citizen Kane is a bad movie. Citizen Kane's good. <laughs> fight, fight, fight! Oh <laughs> uh, my! My favorite anime right now is um, Actually, I Citizen to, okay, Kane. Okay, Citizen start. Kane is my favorite anime. Let's just go to like the ending segment that I want to do, and that's like, what animes are we watching? <laughs> Fucking LT LT Gray. Um, that's what I'm watching counts. right now. Yeah, I'm LT watching LT Gray. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Maya and the Three just came out, so I fucking been watching the dude's whole backlog. I just watched Book of Life the other night. Book of Life is so excellent. I, oh, it's. I think Coco is also a beautiful movie, but I Coco still prefer Book of Life. I prefer Coco, but Book of Life is very excellent. Yes, I I don't I don't bash on either movie. Nope, they're they're fantastic. Yeah. yeah, I definitely want to talk about. Like, we're definitely going to do a lot of episodes on everything you just mentioned. But like, uh, what I have to say, I'll save for then. What about you, Rob? What have you been watching? What's the? I'm anime? watching Soul Eater. Soul Eater, dude, I love Soul Eater. Oh my god, the manga is better though. I I, I understand, but I'm sorry, but the but the but pictures move, <laughs> <laughs> moving pictures, as the film major says. I want to be honest, if you say any, like, famous anime, there's a good chance I probably haven't seen it. But if you say some obscure shit... What about Cowboy Bebop? Uh, I've been watching that he, with him. Yeah, he's had me watching this. How, like how, far, like how far are you, Jelk? Uh, episode uh, 3? So what? Oh, it's, uh, oh, episode 5, yeah, okay. Oh, oh my yeah. god, you're right. What the heck? You're taking so long. Episode 5 is where it gets good. Okay, I'll, I'll start watching it more. Like, um... You'll love episode two, 5. Oh my god, last... so good. Okay, the last show that I watched willingly is because is Komi-san. It's oh like one God. of those shows where like I, it's been called boy bait because it's like oh, boy, boy bait. Like where it's like, it's clearly like written by a guy for guys kind of thing. But eh, I don't know. It's cute. The characters are funny, and a friend of mine really likes it and wants to watch it with me. So like, that's why I watched it. Yeah. All right, so. All right. I believe so. Next, it. we're going to talk about Undertale, and uh, yeah, next, next we're, we're going to talk about next Undertale. Week. Yeah, talk about Undertale, Steven Universe, and also remember, remember, people, 
only you can help save Rob from shitting mic audio. Now, Rob, have you ever... uh, Sorry. You go, man. You go. Rob, did you ever finish the leader? No, I did not. Okay. Holy shit, I was about to spoil the fuck out of it. I'm not. Are we just ending here? Are we just ending here? Yeah, like... Yeah, it's a good ending. Yeah, if you like us, check out our social medias. I'm at Austin Lawful on Twitter. I am at El Moraletto. Don't at me. (laughs) Rob is elusive. Rob does not want to be perceived. (laughs) Rob's at Dream. (laughs) Rob's at at is actually at Robert Fellow. So, yeah. I'm going to kill him. I can cut it if you want. Just just message me. Do you actually want? Do you actually not want to have your Twitter out? I don't care. It's fine. Okay. Well, I'm leaving all of this in. So yeah, leave this all in. Leave this all in. <sighs> all right. So, uh, so, like, subscribe. Press that. Like, gem. subscribe, and okay, goodbye, Craig. Um. <laughs> Die, Craig. Die, Craig. That should be the ending. Goodbye, Craig. Die, Craig. <laughs> goodbye, Craig. Anyway, there's yeah. a whole. Yeah, anyway, yeah, there's a whole yeah, anyway, there's a whole 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 anyway, there's